Welcome to the Morning Moxie Show. I am your host, Alicia Sharp, and today we have part two of Levi Lusco's message about winning the war within. I declare war. Here's Levi. I'm going to read to you a little passage of scripture from 2 Corinthians 10 as we learn about how Paul, who it was a mystery to himself, waged war. He said this in 2 Corinthians 10, starting in verse 3. If you didn't bring a Bible with you to church, uh, we got the verses on the screen for you. He said, I do live in the world, but I don't fight my battles the way the people of the world do. The weapons I fight with are not the weapons the world uses. In fact, it is just the opposite. My weapons, someone say my weapons. No, no, say it with sass, y'all. My weapons have the power of God to destroy the camps of the enemy. Man. I destroy every claim and every reason that keeps people from knowing God. I keep every thought, someone say thought, under control in order to make it obey Christ. And Jesus, we pray you just speak to us something powerful, something fresh, something we need to hear through your word. Whether our struggle is overeating or overspending or moodiness or anxiety or numbing through alcohol or drugs or gambling or just the incessant distraction of social media. We pray that your Holy Spirit would shine a light on the issue in our lives that's holding us back, the ways that we're self-sabotaging and help us to see those things so we can spot them, so we can, with your help, set our souls against them and walk in the freedom and the plans that you have for us that are good and not evil, so that we could have that future and hope. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. My family and I were on a a holiday a while back, and I always love uh, the traditions that we've built up. And one of them is that whenever we land, after we go to the airport, we we pull into the Barnes & Noble, and we all grab some books. Because we're trying to be on our phones less, so even though I have the Kindle app and all that, we go analog, we rock it old school. So we go buy some physical paper books. Like, you're like, how barbaric. I know. Uh, And that we, on the vacation, we turn the pages, and we, we risk the danger of the paper cut, and the whole thing. And uh, so on, uh, oh, spilled my water everywhere. Can't bring me anywhere. Uh, so on this particular trip, I had purchased a, uh, a multi-volume biography on Teddy Roosevelt, the 26th president of the United States. I love so much about him. And, and I, you know, I always knew he was iconic. And that's why he's there on, you know, Mount Rushmore. But I didn't really know a lot about him. And so I was, man, I was blown away, right? Maybe you know everything about him, right? All I really knew is that he was played by Robin Williams at the Night of the Museum. You know, <laughs> It's like, and I can't stop thinking about Robin Williams. Even now as I talk about Teddy Roosevelt, I'm picturing Robin Williams. Anybody, anybody else? Am I the only one? Is that? And uh, so, oh, man, this guy's a legend. I'm like, gosh, the first U.S. president to ever ride in a submarine, first president to ever own an automobile, have a telephone installed in his house, win the Medal of Honor, win the Nobel Peace Prize. Uh, he was the first president to ever leave the country while in office. And that was a trip to check in on the Panama Canal, a little side hustle he had going on. I mean, just 
legend status for sure. But what really rocked me to the core, and I can literally, as I say this, picture where I was sitting as I came across it was his involvement in the Spanish-American War, where he had formed uh, this group of, of rough riders, he called them, uh, volunteer soldiers who were going to go fight and do their service for their country. And it was cowboys and Indians and his fellow classmates from Harvard, right? What a motley crew if there ever was one. But it never would have happened had not Teddy Roosevelt experienced profound, life-shattering loss. You see, it was on Valentine's Day of 1884 that he lost, get this, his wife and his mother, who died. They both died on the same day in the same house of different diseases, different conditions. He wrote on that day only one sentence in his diary, and we have a photograph of that entry where he wrote, the light has gone out of my life. But it was that grief that caused him to go to the badlands of the West and the pioneering spirit. And he was toughened up. And there he met all those that he would form into, the cowboys and Indians, he would form into this, this gang called the Rough Riders. And, and when they went to the, the, the Cuba to fight in the Spanish-American War, they were uh, specifically trying to take this hill called San Juan Hill. And he talks in his uh, diary entries about coming to a place where he had longed to be in battle his whole life, but then actually fearing the, what, what he felt when he got there. And as they began to take the hill, he found himself on the ground, and he noticed that there was a piece of barbed wire fence on the, on the ground that had fallen over. This fence had fallen down, and, and he was kind of behind this fence, and, and he realized, if I cross this fence and go forward, there's no turning back. I'm committed. I'm exposed. It's, it's either do or die at that point. And if I stay here, maybe we can stay to safety, maybe, maybe not. And what he decided to do was to cross that barbed wire fence and rush forward, urging his men on, provoking in them courage they didn't even know that they had. And from that moment on, after they crossed that barbed wire fence, they did not stop rushing on until the battle was won that day. And he, for the rest of his life, referred to that day, the day he crossed the barbed wire, July 1st, 1898, as the single greatest day of his life. And his men said that after he crossed that barbed wire, it was as though he became the most glorious soldier that they had ever seen. And they would have been literally willing to follow him anywhere. It is that that I believe is the reason that you and I need to sort of come to a place of declaring war, not just going like, yeah, that would be great to change. Or, oh, you know, it'd be neat to, maybe next New Year's I could write that thing down. But, but as God speaks to you, and during this series, I'm truly believing all across the, the family of churches and church online and network churches that really God is going to begin to speak to you and go, no, this is the thing. This is holding you back. If you stay here, I can tell you exactly what's going to happen. You rush out, I don't know. And that's why you're afraid, because there's no certainty as you try and as you go, I'm telling you, there's, there's going to be a thousand reasons to stay. But as you go forward, I'm telling you something, as you choose to flip that switch and make that decision and commit and go all in to say, as we learned to say earlier this year, I'm in, I'm going, I'm yours. I'm going to fully commit to this. I'm telling my life group, I'm, I'm going to talk to my pastor. I'm going to, I'm going to get serious about this. We're going to, let's go. As you cross that barbed wire fence, I'm telling you, I'm daring you to believe that what Teddy experienced will be what happens to you. He wrote in his journal that day, that anybody who's ever committed to battle like he did has found 
that the power of a wolf is ready to rise in your heart. He said he felt like a wolf rising to howl at the moon. Come on, give me your best howl. He said that's what he felt on the inside. The chilling, right? Liam Neeson, right? You know what I'm talking about? Like that fear, the power, the strength, the warrior spirit. He said that something rose up inside of him. And I'm telling you, this book says the same thing is ready to happen to you as well. That God's got power like a wolf ready to rise in your heart as you engage in the fight of your life. That was Levi Lusco. And you can find that clip on YouTube if you search under Levi Lusco, I Declare War, Winning the War Within. You can also find out more information about him at his website, LeviLusco.com. I hope you have a wonderful day today, and I will see you again tomorrow. God bless. 